I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, November 30, 2023. Asian markets wobbled in the final trading day of November. Still, they enjoyed their best month since January, with the Philippine Stock Index up nearly 5% for the month. Disappointing manufacturing data out of China, which contracted again, and the shrinking of a gauge of services sector its first this year, boosted bets for more policy support from Beijing. While global stocks also headed for their best month since November 2020, amid increasing bets, the Federal Reserve will cut rates as early as May next year. In the Philippines, the PSE index fell by over half a percent to settle at 62.24. Blue chips aren't moving and the rest of the market is just dead. So uh, <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on my hands trying not to uh, come in and then I have to cut my losses again. Analyst Chris Manga not too optimistic about a Santa rally that could at least bring the index to the black by year-end anymore. Until rates come down, he says, he's not expecting any reversal in flows benefiting risk assets. Everybody knows that uh, valuations are extremely low right now. And in the past, that has been justification for investors to come in and uh, pick up these shares. But um, I think the reason we're not seeing uh, the inflow of funds into our market is because of how attractive short-term T-bills are right now. I mean, I mean, just those higher interest rates are going to be are going to attract all those funds, and it's going to it's going to give uh, money managers the peace of mind sitting in T-bills instead of uh, evaluating risks in in the market. There's just too too much risk right now, in my opinion. Despite these uh, despite these uh, prices being low, nobody wants to deal with the, with the risks. I mean, uh, shares are really sensitive to to the bad news. Well, first, Metro Investments' Christina Ula has this advice for investors. If you're a typical investor, of course, you're going to be uh, looking for uh, lower supports in order to protect your, uh, like, uh, your entry points and have your uh, trading uh, bank there. Uh, and, and make realized profit on your trades. And therefore, uh, the, uh, the investors are going to be uh, positioning after, after the implementation of the MSCI rebalancing results a month end of November. Uh, but uh, I think the, uh, the uh, favorable factors are coming into play. Number one is really the decline in the U.S. Treasuries market. In corporate stories, Ayala Lab is infusing 23 billion pesos worth of flagship Makati assets and prime hotels into ARIT, including Ayala Triangle Tower 2 office building, Greenbelt Mall 3 and 5, Holiday Inn and Suites Makati, and Seda Ayala Center Cebu. It's also making a cash purchase of Seda Leo in El Nido, Palawan for 1.2 billion pesos. This plus the acquisition of a 276-hectare industrial land located in Zambales owned by ASEN subsidiary Buendia Cristiana Holdings with a transaction value of $6.8 billion will be consolidated into a single transaction pending approval of shareholders in February next year. With a total value of $29.8 billion, this will be AREIT's largest property infusion to date, accelerating its expansion and increasing shareholder dividends bringing its asset under management to reach 117 billion pesos. Meanwhile, San Miguel affiliate Bank of Commerce is tapping Infosys Finical, a global leader in banking technology, to help accelerate its digital transformation and redefine banking experience for its customers. This will help the bank replace legacy systems with new and more efficient technology, enabling it to roll out new products more quickly. 
And speaking of San Miguel, Ramon Ang makes it to Forbes Asia's 17th Annual Heroes of Philanthropy list, joining the ranks of Hong Kong's Li Ka-shing, Fortescue Metals Group's Andrew and Nicola Forrest, and the founder of sensor maker Kien's Takimitsu Takizaki. The unranked list highlights business leaders who are donating from their own fortunes and giving personal time and attention to their select causes. The list does not include corporate philanthropy. Ang this year donated $9 million or around 500 million pesos to build schools in Manila, while his personal foundation has contributed some 150 million pesos in scholarship grants and medical aid since 2020. In other news, Gogoro Philippines, the joint venture between Globe 917 Ventures, Ayala Corporation, and Taiwan's Gogoro, unveiled its pioneering battery-swapping energy plans for electric mobility just in time for its commercial launch. So far, four GO stations have been activated in the metro, with two more opening in Quezon City in December and another two in the first quarter of next year. Meanwhile, it also unveiled the Gogoro Energy Plan, offering monthly subscriptions. Finally, the Philippine stock market is expected to see a net outflow of about $7 million as the changes in MSCI rebalancing takes effect at the end of trade. Jolly Foods, Emirate, DNL, and Bloom are expected to see significant inflows, while Aboitis Equity Ventures and Megaworld are expected to see outflows. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.